1: LB. DFS Quickets, your Tuesday, September 17th edition, 14 games slate on tap for you tonight. Hope everybody a good Monday. The Slack chat was popping. Some nice green screens over there on Super Draft, on DraftKings, and the works. Good stuff there in football and baseball. So good to see over at fantasysportsdegens.com, Fantasy Degens Slack chat. Free to join. Come join us over there. All right, 14 games. Like I said, it's going to be a doozy tonight. There's hitting, shocker, four days. Um, We got uh, the totals, Mariners, there's 11 of the 14 totals available at the moment. Mariners, Pirates, 9, waiting on Blue Jays, Orioles, waiting on Tigers, Indians. We've got some spot starters coming in there. Giants, Red Sox, 10.5. Phillies, Braves, 9.5. White Sox, Twins, 9.5. Padres, Brewers, 9. Nationals, Cardinals, 8. Reds, Cubs waiting on that one, typical Wrigley deal, but two good pitchers in that matchup. Rangers, Astros, 8.5. Mets, Rockies, 13.5. Marlins, D-backs, 8.5. Royals, A's, 9.5. Rays, Dodgers, 8.5. So seven of the 11 current totals are nine or higher. We have four team totals over six. Seven total team totals of five or higher. Lots and lots of ways to go on this slate. Uh, Weather-wise, you have wind blowing in from right field about 12 miles an hour, Detroit, Cleveland. Blowing across the field about 15 miles an hour um, in White Sox, Minnesota and blowing out a bit in Coors. So guess what you needed there. All right, let's do the pitching on this bad boy. Justin Verlander, 12-8. We have five guys over 10K. You have nine guys over 9K. We're going to group the 10K guys, the options we like here right now. Justin Verlander, 12-8 at home against Texas. Verlander is always in play in cash games, and if you have the money, he's faced Texas five times this year, 39Ks and 30s innings pitched, averaging almost 25 points per start. He has 25 or more points in three straight starts. He has 20 or more points in six straight starts. He has 20, like 19 or more in 10 straight starts. He has 30 or more in six of his last 10. I don't know what else i got to say. It's like Verlander's a beast. If you can pay for him, you do it. He has the, one of the safest floors in all of baseball. With legit, he showed it two or three starts ago, 60-point upside, which you do not get across Major League Baseball, given that was a no-no. But that means he's got easy 40-point 30 points is like almost a given. you got a floor of like 25 with some solid 30-point possibilities with 40-point upside on the regular from Justin Verlander. Great time to use him if you can afford it. It's tricky at times. If you want to drop down $1,600, Hugh Darvish is in a great spot tonight, 11200 at home against the Cincinnati Reds. He's faced the Reds four times this year, 32 Ks and 24 in 24 or third innings, almost averaging 21 points per start against the Cincinnati Reds. 23 or more points in three straight starts. He's really dominated on the road better than at home. Something to think about there. His last home start was against the Giants. He gave up uh, six earned and five and a third. But on the road, he's just been filthy of late. But prior to that, good home starts as well. Last time he faced since he was at home, six, six innings, two shutout. Six innings, two hits, no runs, seven Ks for 29 points. 11-2 tonight against Cincinnati. Really, really good spot there for you, Darvish, at 11-2. The last guy over 10K is more of a GPP kind of fade. The uh, the chalk plays here. Chris Paddock, 10-2 at the Milwaukee Brewers. When it looked like Paddock was dead about three or four starts ago, he has rebounded like the Undertaker gift we all love to see. Three straight starts at 24 or more DraftKings points. He's back. He hasn't faced Milwaukee yet this year. Um, when you look at his home road splits, better at home than on the road, but th- still averaging 16 points. 3.65 ERA on the road. And you get a Milwaukee Brewers team strikes out 25% of the time versus righties to go with Paddock's 26% K rate, 40% ground ball rate, and Milwaukee has a 4.7 team total. Lefties 293, righties 269. Milwaukee can hit at any given time. No Christian Yelich is always a huge, huge plus in that matchup. But uh, Paddock makes for a nice GPP pivot when I want Darvish 1, Verlander 2, Paddock 3, 10K and above. All right, in your 8 and 9K range here, you got Sunny Gray, 9900 bucks at the Chicago Cubs. I love me some Sunny this year. He was, um, it was funny yesterday, he was on the, the DraftKings pricing when I did the recording and I kept telling you, it's Gosman, guys. It's Gosman, guys. And uh, they had Sonny, I think he was like 10 2, 10 3. Actually, he was 10 9. I have it written down here from yesterday. 10 9. And now he's 99. He took a $1,000 pay cut. $1,000. That's. That's impressive. I don't know what changed DraftKings. I have no idea. Besides his opponent, Yu Darvish, that's about the only thing that's changed. So maybe they, they use the uh, the Vegas odds to make that uh, difference there. But to me, uh, ninety nine hundred dollars is a heck of a price tag. He's faced the Cubs four times this year, twenty eight Ks and twenty three and a third innings, averaging twenty three DraftKings points per start against the Cubs. He has twenty two or more points, or twenty one or more points in. Six, seven of his last eight starts have been absolutely outstanding. He faced the Cubs back on August 10th. Six shutout innings, two two hits, seven Ks for 27 points. Uh, I love me some Sonny at 99. If you want to get a little weird, the Cubs' bats are pretty hot. Sonny Gray at uh, 99 with the Cubs' team striking out 23% of the time versus Ryan Pitching. Big fan of that one. Dallas Keuchel, 9400 bucks at home against the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, it's a little steep for what I like for Keichel. He'll be super low-owned. That's why I wanted to mention him. He's faced the Phillies twice this year. He's averaging over 20 points per start against the Phillies. He has a 2-1 ERA at home in Atlanta this year. He faced Philly his last time out in Philadelphia. Six innings, three hits, one earned, eight Ks for 27 points. Uh, Keichel's got that boomer bust upside at 9400 bucks. It's extremely risky. But at the same time, no one's going to own him in that price range. A Phillies team striking out over 23% of the time. 1st left-handed pitching, Keuchel 20% K rate, 62% ground ball rate, which is insane. And he's a minus 185 home favorite in this matchup. So Keuchel's going to get severely overlooked, and maybe it turns out to be rightfully so. But it's a pretty cold Phillies team right now. And Keuchel at 94 has that big boy upside. Uh, Lastly, up here in the 8K, 8 to 9K range, Mitch Keller, 81, at home against Seattle. Keller's been super up and down of late. At home, he's pitched much better than on the road, averaging 13 points per game at home. He's shown 25-point upside against Cincinnati at home. He's also gotten destroyed at times. Uh, This is a strictly GPP value play. He's facing Seattle, who strikes out 25.5% of the time versus righties. Keller minus 130, home favorite in this matchup. Um, He strikes out 28% of the batters he faces with a 41% ground ball rate. Just kind of gets BABIP to death. He's not even given up a lot of hard contact either. It's just a weird, weird BABIP situation. Seattle, 4.2 team total. It's on the lower third of the slate. Left, he's 333. Right, he's 291. So Keller at 81. He has the goods. It's just a matter of can he put it together. And at 8,100 bucks, big GPP upside. Not safe for cash. All right. Uh, in this 8 and 9K range, you got Sonny Gray 1, Mitch Keller 2, Dallas Keuchel 3. When we drop into the 7K range, there's a handful of options here. Miles Mikolas, 7,900 bucks. You like to target Mikolas at home. In a team without a lot of lefties. Nationals kind of fit that mold. He's faced the Nationals once this year. Six innings, seven hits, one earned 4Ks for almost 19 points. You know, 2-9 ERA at home compared to 5-8 on the road. We've talked about it time and time again. Uh, he's just been consistent of late 15 or more points in four straight starts. You're looking for that nice floor at 7,900 bucks. And Miklas gives that to you. It's a Nats team that's potent. But also a Nats team that's not going to light you on fire. Dakota Hudson continued his awesome end of the season last night. Shutting them down. They strike out over 21% of the time versus right-handed pitching. So Meeklis at 79. Nice uh, nice floor with upside play against the Washington Nationals. Adam Plutko, 7,700 at home against Detroit. Plutko, very up-and-down pitcher this year. He's faced Detroit three times, though, averaging 17 points per start against the Tiggers. Uh, he faced them four starts ago, five and two-thirds, three hits, one or nine Ks for almost 30 DraftKings points. Uh, he gives up a lot of hard contact, something you got to think about with Adam Plutko, that anything can happen at any given time. But the Tigers strike out 27% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Plutko only has a 16% K rate, but we saw he struck him out nine times his last time he faced him. But again, only a 31% ground ball and a 35% hard contact rate is always scary at times. Detroit has a team total that we're waiting for because they have a spot starter coming up. But uh, lefty's 349, righty's 298 versus Plutko. And the Tigers, another reason to target them, of course, only a 290 Woba and a 151 ISO versus right-handed pitching. So a lot to like there with Plutko at 77. One of my favorite plays down here, we were on him the last couple starts, especially the last one because I told you he was getting extended. We saw 91 or 93 pitches his last start. Um, He only went four and a third, but that's because he started walking too many guys and got in a little bit of trouble there. But Nate Eovaldi's got four more innings and three straight starts. He has six or more Ks in two of those three. He has double-digit points. He's got his highest 21-point upside. And now he's at home. The velocity is back up at home against the San Francisco Giants. A team is striking out 23% of the time versus righties. Eovaldi's a minus-195 favorite, 24% K rate, 46% ground ball rate. So lots to like there with Eovaldi. San Francisco, 4.45 team total. Eovaldi at 72. There's always a chance he gives up a lot of long balls at that- always possible but there is big big upside there as well with Nate Ivaldi at 7200. lastly in this range Trent Thornton 7100 bucks at the Baltimore Orioles Baltimore is always a team you can look to attack Thornton's faced them three times this year averaging 16 points per start if 7100 bucks that would be outstanding he's coming off a 29 point performance against Boston 11 14 prior to that a couple hiccups then a 20 a minus 5 a 15. He's got some nasty starts in there, but some big, big upside as well with Trent Thornton facing a Baltimore Orioles team that um, you can strike out 23% of the time versus right-handed pitching. 22% K rate for Thornton. Gives up a lot of fly balls and hard contact, though, so keep that in mind when you're looking at Thornton. But the uh, the O's, a 306 Wobo, 171 ISO versus right-handed pitching. O's can be in play, but so is Thornton at 7,100 bucks. No hiding that at all. All right, uh, recapping your 7K, guys. Plutko 2, Thornton 3, Mikulis 4. If you're looking for a punt, I got one guy for you because it's not pretty down here at all. My one guy be Marco Gonzalez, $6,300 at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, Marco's you know, averaging about 11 points per game at home, uh, on the roads, 16 at home, but similar ERAs. 25, minus 3, 1, 25, 15, 12, 23, 1, 30, 20. The dude's got massive upside. For $6,300. bucks, you are talking about a guy that got 25 and 30 point outings at this price point, and he's facing the Pittsburgh Pirates, who, yes, only strike out 18% of the time versus lefties, but they have a massive problem. 4.8 team total, a 297 Woba, and a 140 Iso. Both some of the bottom stats for left handed pitching in all of baseball. So big upside there with Marco Gonzalez. Pitching in a PNC park, nice pitcher's ballpark. The, the uh, pinch hitter with no DH is always a concern. But if Marco can give you five, maybe six innings at sixty-three hundred dollars, big upside in that one. So, recapping your pitching, fourteen game slate, lots of options. Up top, Darvish, JV, Paddock, in the nine K range. Gray, Keller, Keuchel, in the seven and eight K range. Or no, the seven K range. I was eight and nine prior. Seven K range. Ivaldi, Plutko, uh, Thornton, Mikolas, and then your punt is Marco Gonzalez. All right, all that pitching out of the way now. Let's get to the bats. Before we do so, I got to talk to you about Superdraft guys. I know I say it every podcast, but keep signing up. It's a blast. I made uh, I did pretty well there in the uh, the, the showdown last night. I even did okay in baseball as well. Tons of cool stuff over there. Lots and lots of overlay. Go in your App Store, look up Superdraft. Talked about it on the Always Pressing Pod last night. They've added golf for the weeks. So we have golf, baseball, and football. It's an awesome multiplier scoring system. You play the players you want because there's no pricing involved. Tons and tons of fun, so go check it out. at super draft. If you have any questions, hit us up in the Fantasy DJ Slack chat as we're all playing it over there, and we're having a blast. But when you sign up, use promo code Bubba, and then when you make your first deposit, you get a free $10 bonus. So sign up using promo code Bubba, and we'll get you in the door on that one. All right, the Bats, 14 games slate, lots and lots of options. We're not going to hit them all, so if you have any questions later, hit me up on Twitter or the Slack chat. Catcher's position. JT Real Muto versus Keiko at 46 is intriguing. Not going to hide that one from you at all. It is a, a super GPP type play because if Keiko's off off, Real Muto goes off, but I'm not sure I'm going to pay up for that. I don't mind taking the chance with Steven Vogt against Nate Eovaldi with the hard contact that Eovaldi gives up. Vogt will be hitting in the middle of the Giants order. Has been hitting um hitting right and pitching very, very well. So he could be a nice contrarian play. Uh, Christian Vasquez at 41 as well versus Logan Webb could be in play for you as well. Uh, James McCann went deep last night Gets the lefty, Martin Perez at 4K. We love our McCann versus left-handed pitching. $4,000, really, really good spot for him in that one. Uh, Sean Murphy of the A's at 4K versus uh, Jorge Lopez. Good upside there. Lopez has a tendency to give up the long ball from time to time. Dropping below 4K now. It gets a little different. Beef Wellington at 36 if you don't want to pay up for James McCann, but you want that same matchup versus Martin Perez. You can save 400 bucks. And go ahead and jump all over that one. Brian McCann versus Vinny V at 34. Has some good appeal to it. Jorge Alfaro versus Young of Arizona at 34. As Alfaro's been hitting lefties very, very well. And then other than that, you get down like Danny Jansen at 31. has got a little bit of upside for you against Shepard. Making a spot start for Baltimore in a very hitter-friendly environment. Toronto may get overlooked, but they shouldn't on this slate. So keep that in mind. But other than that when you below three K, it's just checking lineups like Williams Ostadillo at twenty versus Detweiler is a very, very nice value. Um and then you'll get some of our other guys like Jake Rogers at twenty-seven versus Plutko. I you got your, uh you got you'll have some of our uh our Dedini guys from uh Dini, Nick Deeney from Kansas City's twenty-five. You'll get a bunch of cheapies down here once lineups get released. First base, you got Big Meat Pete in Coors versus Melville, Prey for Melville in this one. Mets have a seven 0.15 team total in this matchup. Lefties 374, righties 354. Big meat Pete 56, solid play. But if you want to pivot down, I don't know. I'm just gonna say it. I know it's not true, but I'm gonna say it. Our love for Jose Abreu. DraftKings finally listen, guys. Again, I know it's not true, but it's fun to say. Jose Abreu 5,200 bucks versus the lefty Martin Perez. We know A, he's just been crushing baseballs. Period. B, he's crushing lefties. Phenomenal matchup. Versus Martin Perez for uh, Jose. It just sucked. We love Jose when he was cheaper. Now that he's fifty two hundred bucks, it's like, do I pay four hundred more for Alonzo? Do I pay a hundred less for Freddie Freeman versus Vinny Velasquez? Probably. Matt Olson's five K versus Lopez. Not bad. It gives you options. Abreu still a great, great play. But when you got Pete Alonzo and Coors, you have Freddie Freeman at home versus Vinny V, who can give up long balls like they're going on a style. They got Matt Olson, who's red hot, facing Jorge Lopez. All above 5K, all within a couple hundred bucks of Abreu. It makes it tough. It makes it really, really tough. I think Abreu is probably the lowest owned in the group. I think people have the same mindset we just talked about right there. That you want Alonzo or Freeman or Olson. So Abreu will get overlooked. But at the same time, Freeman and Olson and Alonzo might be the better play. They're all really, really close. But uh, Abreu could be a nice you know, ownership play for you on that one. Dropping below the 5K. You got the likes of a a Reese Hoskins at 45. He's just been so disappointing. But an interesting spot for you there. Uh, Carlos Santana versus the Bolt. Spencer Turnbull's been getting up a ton of hard contact of late this year. Carlos Santana at 43. Decent value in that one. Uh, Get to the bottom fours and you drop down into the, like, maybe a Vogelbach and a GPP versus Keller at 4K. It's just a tough ballpark there. Really tough ballpark. Um... But, yeah, you, you drop down below 4K now, and you got guys like Rowdy Telez versus Shepard in a great ballpark in Baltimore. Again, Shepard making his debut uh, or making another spot start in limited action. 336 lefties, 374 righties. Ball flies out of Baltimore. You got that Baltimore bullpen who's actually been decent of late, which is pretty crazy to think about. <clears throat> but uh, Rowdy at 39, not too shabby on that one. Uh other than that, like Justin Smokes, 37. You could look his direction. Um, not too much else standing. Like a Nate Lowe at 36 would be great if you get the time to play, but that's always up in the air. CJ Cron at 34 versus Detweiler, sneaky nice. I know cron has been struggling. You know, he's hitting 200 over his last 10 games. It hasn't been pretty, and maybe you don't want to take the risk. But when you're talking about other punts down here at 3,400 bucks, the way Kron can hit left-handed pitching, that's a big upside play at 3,400. With C.J. Cron, if you need to save some cash down below. Other than that, um, Ryan O'Hearn at 29, McBroom, Chesler Cuthbert, those type of guys for the Royals versus uh, Brett Anderson are both options as well. Jeff McNeil went to Ding Dong City and Coors Field last night. He's 55 tonight against Melville and a great play still at that. Catel Marte, I kept telling you guys I liked him as a sneaky player. Arizona sneaky as well. Arizona had a big night last night. And Marte got you seven points. I thought it was going to be a really big night for him, but he just kind of he had a couple of opportunities, just did not come through. 100 bucks cheaper than Marte, though, might be the top play. If you're not playing McNeil and Coors, Ozzie Alvey's hitting 381 over his last 10 games, averaging about 12 points per game. He put up a goose egg uh, on Sunday with a prior to that 21, 22, 23. Uh, really, really good outings there in a couple 10s and 14s after that. So Ozzie Alvey's at 51 against Vinny V. Atlanta in a very nice spot tonight. Team total of 5.5. Lefty's 331, righty's 336 versus Vinny V. So Ozzie Albee's at 51, not too shabby at all. Johnny VR at 47, You got Wilmer Font and then Thornton coming in after Font. So VR still in play, but at the same price point, I'd rather just go to Cano at 47. I'll just take the the Coors chalk at that point. If I'm I'm paying at that price point, I'll take Cano against Melville and Coors at 47 all day in that situation. Going down farther, uh, you got the likes of, say, a Kevin Biggio. If you want to get weird in a GPP, I always talk about him, and people will probably go, why, Bubba? Well, he's still averaging about 10 points over his last 10. He's just super inconsistent, and when he gets it going, it's like 4-8-22-19-20. He has those games because he has immense power. His hard hit rates through the roof, like his stat cast metrics, his X stats, show his numbers should be so much better than they are. They just haven't been. So a guy like Kevin Biggio at 45, very interesting in that matchup in a GPPS Toronto big upside in that in that one lefties 336 righties 374 versus Chandler Shepard so something to keep an eye on in that matchup Um, again then the Baltimore bullpen you go one down farther switch hitting uh, Eduardo Escobar at 4k versus uh, our boy Mr. Caleb Smith something to look at there Um, but the bottom side like Whit Merrifield versus Brett Anderson at 43 I don't hate that at all I hate the ballpark they're playing in but as we saw last night you can score some runs there not going to probably get the home runs that you're going to need is the problem. But lefty's 279, righty's 373 versus Brett Anderson. So a guy like Whit Merrifield at 43, definite upside. Joe Panic wasn't in the lineup last night. If he is tonight, 4,100 against Melville. I don't mind that at all. Mauricio Dubon, originally a Red Sox draft pick, returning to Boston to play there for the first time. Uh, he's got 13 and 14 in his last two. The dude's hit 291 with three Jimmy Jacks. I love this kid. 3900 bucks versus Evaldi. Big upside if you're looking to punt and fade, you of all the not bad option for you. Other than that, like a Hanser Alberto at 38, if you need to, as uh, Drupal Cabrera's at 38, Luis Arias and Jonathan Scope both at 36 are nice values versus Detweiler. I don't mind those. I believe Minnesota's priced down because I think it was Giolito that was supposed to go today, the Giolito just got shut down for the rest of the season with a lat strain. So Detweiler starting, so Arias and Scope at 36. You're seeing some cheap. Cheap Minnesota Twins in this matchup. So uh, you can get some serious Twins value here on this one. This is why we do this first look, folks. We get to see and figure it all out. Ian Hatt, Ben Zobris, 3,400 versus Gray, only if you need it. Uh, Luis Urias, 34, super GPP type play if you want to go there. Like Joey Wendell at 33, definite upside versus Stripling and the bullpen of L.A. So I don't hate that at all. Third base you got Arenado and Coors at 55. That's outstanding. But uh, Yoan Moncada, sneaky. Versus Perez at 52. I don't. I, I don't mind JD Davis at all at 52 versus Tim Melville. JD Davis in Coors versus a guy like Melville has some serious upside in that matchup. Uh, Rafael Devers. It's been a quiet uh, month or so for Rafael. Only in buck 67 over his last ten. But uh, getting a guy like Logan Webb could get you off the schneid. So 5K for Devers. Very very interesting. I got Bregman in a great spot, Rendon, sneaky nice, so is, is Chris Bryant, but uh, tough matchups, tough matchups for them, so they're not must plays tonight. I'd rather go down to a Miguel Snow at 4300 bucks and on that, that G-Lito discount versus Detweiler. I think that's an insanely good price tag. Uh, seven more points last night, he's averaging 10 over his last 10, 7, 17, and 20 in his last three. I'll take that Miguel Snow discount versus Detweiler all day long. Few others to take a peek at, like Matt Chapman at forty two, Hunter Dozier at forty two versus Brett Anderson, good price point for you on that one. Uh, Vladito at thirty nine versus this Baltimore situation, he's only in a buck seventy nine over his last ten, having quite the slump here. But nice GPP upside in that matchup. Mentioned as Drupal Cabrera, Luis Urias, or Arias already. Mentioned those ones. Heimer Condelario's thirty five versus Plutko. If you want to get really weird. It's a super GPP because it's boom or bust with Candelario, like a lot more bust than boom these days. Uh, Marvin Gonzalez is back; he's only thirty four hundred versus Detweiler. He's third base outfield eligible. That has major upside for you as well. Shortstop, Bo Bichette's up to fifty four, highest price guy, and I'm not gonna argue it. You got Trevor Story; he had a big home run last night. He's obviously in play again tonight. Marcus Simeon. Went deep. I love Simeon. He's my top guy. If you're paying all the way up, I like him a ton. Always overlooked. Another great matchup versus Lopez tonight. So Simeon, great play for you up here. Uh, Tim Anderson versus Martin Perez. Don't mind that one bit. It's pretty much Simeon for me up top. And then I don't mind dropping down 4,800 bucks to uh, Frenchy Lindor against the the Bull Spencer Turnbull. This is how good Lindor is. He's only hitting 222 over his last ten, but he's so damn productive. He's still averaging over 10 DraftKings points per game. And that's what's beautiful for him. He has such a high ceiling and a good floor that um, I love me some John, uh, some Lindor at forty eight, VR at forty seven is not too shabby as well. Uh, going on down, you got a Mendoza and Coors at forty six. Alberto Mondesi switch hitting at forty six versus Brett Anderson. Mondesi had a nice night last night, twenty DraftKings points, going three for five, double, triple, two ribeyes. Uh, you got caught stealing, so he almost had a really big night, but forty six for Mondesi. Bit of a discount there versus Brett Anderson. Not a big one at all. Okay, let's continue on here. You got like the likes of uh, Jorge Polanco is only forty two hundred bucks, big upside there. Versus Detweiler, Mauricio Dubon at thirty nine, uh, Gene Segura at thirty nine hits lefties really well. Keiko's very good. Not gonna sugarcoat that at all, but uh, good looking play for you there. A um, few other ones, you got like Paul DeYoung at thirty six, super GPP, William Adams as well. J.P. Crawford, 35. Luis Urias. Uh, Miguel Rojas, only 34. I like that one versus Young. He'll be leading off with some upside in that matchup. That's a good punt with Rojas. Nico Horner's 31 versus Sonny Gray. So you'll have a few guys down here, but not super sexy, just if you really need them. Outfield on a 14-game slate is going to be stinking loaded. Mookie Betts' is day-to-day, like Austin Meadows at 56 is oh so nice. We got uh, Jeff McNeil, as we already talked about, Conforto at fifty four and Coors is very nice. Ronald Acuna will get overlooked here versus Vinny V. If you're stacking with the Albie's Freeman, don't forget Acuna. All three could go off versus Vinny V. Very good looks for you on that one. Uh, Jordan Alvarez at fifty two GPP for sure versus Lance Lynn at home in that matchup. Uh, dropping below five k now. Louis Guriel Jr. is back forty nine hundred bucks versus uh, Shepard and um, Thornton. So, or just Shepard actually. So keep an eye on that one with Louis Guriel. Don't mind that. JD Martinez is only forty eight hundred bucks versus Logan Webb, but whoa, you, this is where the Minnesota discounts come into play. You're getting Woe Nelly, Woe Nelly Cruz at forty seven hundred versus Ross Detweiler. That should be a very popular play, and there should be no reason to argue why. That should be a smash spot. Woe Nelly at forty seven hundred bucks versus a lefty like Ross Detweiler is, uh, yeah, dreams are made of stuff like that. Uh, If you're fading evaldi, Jastrzemski is interesting at 46 with his his hard hit rate, especially in a ballpark like that. Returning home to where his grandfather was a baseball legend. Uh, There's all kinds of storylines if you want to play it. So Jastrzemski at 46, interesting GPP look for you. Eloy Jimenez at only 45 versus uh, Martin Perez. Eloy's just been crushing it. Hitting 300 over his last 10, averaging 11.6 over his last 10. 14, 17, 3, 21, 9, 23, 20 over his last seven games. He's really, really starting to find his groove here at the end of the 2019 baseball season. Brandon Nimmo, liked him a lot last night. He's up to $4,500. Got a $100 boost. Went uh, to Ding Dong City in his first at-bat for you. Has that upside in Coors for Shizzle, Uh Sliding on down, Will Myers continues to hit. He's $4,400. do not hate that. Kyle Tucker, when he gets to play, he's playing great. It's just a matter of consistent playing time. But if he's in the lineup at $44 versus Lance Lynn, I'm a big fan. Jorge Soler hit a monster bomb last night. He's forty four hundred a night for Brett Anderson. That is a great play. So you got some good, good below five k, even cheaper price points in the outfield that you can you can dominate with. Like a Randall Gritchick at forty three, double donged over the weekend. Good spot here versus Baltimore at forty three hundred bucks. Really good upside there. So look at the matchups. You can find some uh, hidden gems down here. Hunter Dozier's forty two. Nick Markakis swinging it really well since coming back. He's forty one versus Vinny V. He's he was batting fifth a lot. Uh, playing really well when he gets back. It's a cheaper piece of uh, Atlanta. Uh, Max Kepler can hit lefties as well. Eddie Rosario, not bad. Both 41 versus Detweiler. You'd imagine they'll get to the White Sox bullpen as well. So good discounts there. The uh, Gialito discount. Again, if you're faking the uh PR at 4K. I don't mind that at all for the Gigantes. Going below 4K now. Michael Brantley's only 4,000 versus Lynn. That does have some upside. Teoscar Hernandez against uh, Baltimore at thirty nine. I think that Toronto is very, very nice. Sunny or Sunny Graver Schwarber Schwarber in a GPP at thirty nine because I like Sunny Gray a lot. So I respect respect that one quite a bit. Uh, Kyle Lewis has burst on the scenes. Four home runs in his first six games. He's still only thirty nine hundred bucks. It is a pitcher friendly ballpark in PNC, but I don't mind it. By versus Mitch Keller, I like Mitch Keller in a GPP, but we've seen when he's off it gets ugly. So a guy like Kyle Lewis at twenty or thirty nine hundred bucks does have some big upside against a guy like mitch keller a few other ones to take a peek at like marcelo zuna to gpp he came through in a big way last night for steven strasburg but to get to corbin tonight at 39 much different look for you here so uh, i don't mind that at all and my uh screen has frozen so give me one second here all right we back it's the beauty of doing it on the fly. Um, a few other punts for you, like Willie Calhoun in a GPP. If you're hoping for that hard contact versus Verlander at 38, I can understand it. Chris Davis versus Jorge Lopez at 38 um, does have some upside for you as well. Other than that, just check your lineups. It'll be a, like usual. I know it gets like a broken record, but it's so true. So many options down here that just based on lineups, like Kevin Kiermeyer could have some upside for you. Fanmil Ray is only 35 versus Turnbull. That's massive GPP upside. Uh, Josh Reddick had a good weekend. Garrett Hampson of Colorado is only 3,500. He was in the lineup last night. He was productive. So that's why you punt with guys like that in Coors. So check the lineup. Sam Hillier is 34 in Coors. And just see what comes out. Because there will be tons and tons and tons of options on this slate. Recapping your pitching real quick. 10K and above. Darvish. JV. Paddock. 8 and 9K range. Gray. Keller. Keichel. 7K range. Ivaldi, Plutko. Thornton. Mikolas. And the punt is Marco Gonzalez. So lots of different ways to go about it. Check it all out, and we'll go from there. When you're punt, when you're stacking it up, 14 game slate. You got Coors, Mets, Colorado. That's easy. But like Baltimore versus the the or the Jays is okay. But I like Toronto versus Baltimore quite a bit. Uh, Cleveland in a great spot as well. Really, really good spot there with Cleveland. A uh, few others to look at. Oakland's not bad versus Jorge Lopez. Uh, Atlanta in a great spot. Love the Twins. Love the Twins versus Detweiler. I talked about them quite a bit. So lots and lots of ways to go. You can go White Sox versus Martin Perez. Tons of ways to go at Coors, Minnesota, Cleveland, uh, Toronto. Those are some of my favorite ones right now. A lot can change when lineups come out, so that's why you always got to be in the chats, chatting it up with us, and figuring it all out. All right, your BVP, and I'll send you on your way here. Hope it wasn't too bad today. The throat's... uh, Throat's not doing too good for me today, so I'm trying to, to tough it out for you here and, and not uh, crack it up too much for you. Um, you got guys like Mercer, Kristen Stewart, Brandon Dixon, Heimer Condelario, and Miguel Cabrera have all taken Plutko deep. He goes, Like I said, he gets up a lot of hard contact, but that's it. They're still only hitting 242. It's boomer bust against Plutko. Uh, the Giants do have decent numbers versus Evaldi hitting 310 as a team with a 343 Woba, but nothing too scary. Only one home run. That was Brandon Crawford. Ozzie Albies, 4-for-12 with a triple and two homers off Vinny V. Um, Lomo, 5-for-13 with a double and a homer off Keuchel. Gene Segura, 10-for-36, a double and two homers. Uh, you got Nelson Cruz, 5-for-8, a double, triple, three home runs. Color me effing shocked that Nelson Cruz crushes Ross Detweiler. Hey, and folks, if you didn't miss it the first time or you did, 4700 bucks, My Atlanta. Whoa, Nelly. Play it, folks. C.J. on 6-for-13, two doubles. He's only 3,400 tonight in that matchup. Yuan Moncada has taken Martin Perez deep. Uh, Dexter Fowler, 5-for-15, the double and triple off of Corbin. Harrison Bader's taking Corbin deep as well. A uh, few other ones for you here. Ben Zobers 4-for-7, two doubles off Sonny Gray. Um, Derek Dietrich, 4-for-10, two homers off Darvish. Arissa Aquino, Tucker Barnhart, A.J. Suarez have all hit, taken Darvish deep. Martin Maldonado, 6-for-10 with a double. Against Lance Lynn, Marisnik, Brantley, Altuve, Chirinos, and Gurriel have all taken Lynn deep. Uh, Willie Calhoun, 4 for 7 with a homer off Verlander. Danny Santana, 6 for 17, double, triple, and a homer. Uh, Elvis Andres, 19 for 62, two doubles. Interesting numbers there, folks. Nothing like, as a team, they're hitting 214 with a 264 Woba and a 111 ISO, but it goes back to the point we talked about with Verlander. He'll dominate, 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 but he'll give up that home run from time to time. That's what he'll do, and it showed in those stats right there. Other than that, there's really no other significant BVP to discuss. So 14 games slate on tap for you tonight. Um, just about a week and a half left of the baseball season, folks. Go check out sportsdjens.com. You've got the always-pressing PGA DFS podcast, previewing the Sanderson Farms. Jesse and I recorded it last night. Lots of fun. Talking golf, as always, with Jesse. So go check that out. Um, we'll have much, much more coming on this week, recording the two-point conversion podcast tonight, a night early for some scheduling situations there. Uh, we'll have a new Bench with Bella recap on the Week 2 uh, yeah, week two football with Steve Rapin of uh, Fan- Fighting Chance Fantasy. Lots going on. Uh, Francisco's got your UEFA Cup uh, preview for the uh, the group stage matches today. We have a lot of chat, MS Squared, and some other guys were chatting up hard for some DraftKings UEFA in the Slack chat last night. Tons and tons of other stuff. Go check it out. Come check out Super Drafts. Promo code Bubba. Get you taken care of there. And until next time, this was MLB DFS Quickets. Your Tuesday, September 17th edition. I'm out.